0: This is sick and wrong. America's number one source for anti-social commentary, brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation.
1: Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for anti-social commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon, and I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly. How's it going, man? Shitty, shitty. Why? Yeah, How's I don't so? know.
0: I just hate this time of year. Just uh, after the holidays, you have to, everybody has to go back, like because nobody does any fucking work at work. You know, around the holidays, leading up to the holidays. So then after the holidays are over, you get this avalanche of like two times the workload.
1: Yeah, I know, because everyone's all gung ho to start the new year. Yeah, it's yeah, like and 2007. They, all, you know, they
0: got their bonuses or whatever, they've paid their taxes and they're ready to
1: trudge forward. No, you know what it is? Like? It's like your boss is like, so these are the new business plans for this year. Right. And so everyone's all like excited about it. No, I totally feel you on that. It is pretty annoying. You know what you need to do? You need to use more recreational drugs. That's what you need you to think do. So? Yeah, dude. Then you'll enjoy this year that much more. I was reading. I was reading an article about um, another uh, reason to brag about the Bay Area. I guess if you if you consider this cool, but uh, the Bay Area soars above the rest of the nation in recreational drug use, according to a recent survey here. Bay Area I residents. Think the Castro
0: is uh, soaring above the rest of the nation in soars. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I think the is probably soaring re- in, above the resignation in sodomy. Mm-hmm. Definitely, so maybe that's another reason to brag about the Bay Area. But uh, apparently, Bay Area residents use more drugs than any other metropolitan area in the country. Uh, the percentage of people interviewed in the survey who had used marijuana, cocaine, or heroin in the Bay Area, which includes Fremont and Oakland, was 12.7%, which is 3% higher than Seattle, the second highest ranking drug-infested area
0: i thought portland was a huge drug uh junkie town i don't know man
1: i think more people use coke and um weed here
0: what drugs are they looking at
1: they're looking at marijuana cocaine heroin and cigarettes
0: cigarettes yeah they said that um that's a lame thing to lump in there
1: well i think they were surveying people ages 12 um to uh 18 In major metropolitan areas such as, oh no, 12 to 25.
0: Why would they lump cigarettes in and not alcohol? Because it's
1: recreational drug use. I mean, tobacco is still considered a drug, I guess. All right. It's not a narcotic, but it's a drug. Seems a little odd to me. But they'd asked um, asked people 12 and older, 50 major metropolitan areas, if they had participated in drug use, cigarette smoking, or binge drinking a month prior to being interviewed. And yeah, they found that San Francisco uh, was the highest ranked city
0: and meth is included in there, too, obviously. Yeah, right.
1: methamphetamines is included as well. And so, yeah, I guess we have more drug abusers here than anywhere else in the country.
0: Well, I was going to, you know, point out the fact that I live here and don't really do any drugs, but I guess smoking does count. I, was, what about, I thought alcohol would be counted What about there.
1: binge drinking? No, they said binge drinking, too. Oh, it too. is in there. Okay, yeah, yeah you're right. Dude, yeah, I mean, seriously, you're a statistic here. Yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> they didn't survey me, but I'm sure I'm but representing. But they did, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> they
1: would just be like, okay, binge drinking, huh? How many times have you done that this past month? Quite a few. Uh, yeah. the holidays. It's the holidays. How you have you, have how have you done?
0: <laughs>
1: Everybody does it. I know. I mean, isn't that what the holiday... How else do you deal with your families? It's tradition. But they said while the Bay Area may be pro-marijuana, it isn't crazy about cigarettes. The region tied with Los Angeles with the lowest percentage of cigarette smokers. Mm. So, you know, I mean, people probably, we have all these medical marijuana pot clubs here. So, yeah. I mean, and uh, they say that the excellent growing conditions for marijuana in California might contribute to it as well. Well, I don't know. Speaking of uh, drugs and drug testing, a uh, pretty interesting thing happened last week. My buddy Jeff came over the other day, and uh, you, you know Jeff. Yeah. He came over the other day and he's like, hey, man, I want you to look up something on the internet for me. And I was like, what? You don't have the internet? It's like it's a series of tubes. You don't have that.
0: <laughs> everybody's and, uh, got the tubes.
1: Yeah, everybody's got the tubes these days. But I mean, I guess he didn't. So he's like, "No, I need you to look up something for me." I was like, "All right." Well, what do you want to know? He's like, "Well, I'm applying for this job, and I didn't think I was going to get it. I applied for the job a while ago. It's some like blue collar, like factory type of thing. Yeah. going, but that would be a union type of job where pay well. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if it's like electrician work or something like that. And so we had applied for it a while ago. And uh, he had never heard back from him, so he's like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to start smoking weed again. Right. So he starts smoking Not weed. Not worried about
0: the drug Not test Not even anymore. worried
1: about the drug test. It didn't even, you know, didn't even bother him. And then they call him back, like, the day after he had been smoking weed for, like, three days. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, we want you to come in for an interview. That's how it always yeah. happens. He's like, we want you to come in. This was last Thursday. He's like, we want you to come in for an interview on Thursday. So he's panicking. He's like, you know, I guess he's had his run-ins with, um, you know, uh, drug concealing medications <laughs> Like uh, gold seal, seal and uh, whatnot, whatever those like marijuana concealing.
0: Drinking twelve quarts of cranberry juice.
1: He, I think he's tried it like two or three times in the past and uh, failed miserably. So this time he's like, I don't want to take any chances. I need to get the whizinator. And I was like, the what? <laughs> he's like, I need to get the whizinator. I'm like, what are you talking about? What's the Whizinator? He's like, go well, come check it out. So we look it up online. You can go to Whizinator.com to see this thing. And dude, this has to be the most innovative way I've ever seen to fake a drug test, like to pass a drug test. I mean, well, I had never heard of anything like this
0: before. It's pretty much foolproof.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're it, does, not-
0: it doesn't have to do with any drug chemical reactions in your body or flushing the toxins out with some type of fruit juice or anything like that.
1: Well, what it is, it's an easy. Way to conceal easy-to-use urinating device. An easy-to-conceal, easy-to-use urinating device with a very realistic prosthetic penis. It has been extensively tested and proven to work under real-life conditions. Essentially, it's a strap-on dildo with a big piss bag. (laughs) Right. Uh, The wizenator is designed to be comfortably worn as an undergarment for extended periods of time. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) like a
0: jockstrap-looking type thing.
1: Used with our organic heat pads, it is guaranteed to maintain body temperature for eight hours. And our quality production materials assures you that the Wisnator will let it flow again and again, anytime, anywhere you need it. And so if you go to the website, you can look at it. It's, it looks like a jock strap, but it has like a pad where I guess you insert a bag of urine and it's kept heated for like eight hours. And then you can and then there's like a prosthetic penis that comes out and you can get it in like what like eight different flavors five or five different flavors the you can flavors get a black are, one
0: The flavors are white, tan, brown, black and latino. <laughs> and latino? I don't know, I don't know why they, it's all colors. What's that like except beige? For, well, they they already have tan, they have brown. I guess latino is sort of in between tan and brown. Well, what I don't get about it. You've been drug tested, Report. Do they actually oh, stare dude, at your of times. dick? No, and that uh, that surprised me about So why this do product. you need this? Apparently, there are hardcore drug tests where they, like, stare right at your penis, and that's the point of this thing. whatever I mean, what, what jobs I've are you going for? Like, jail guard? I've had, I've prison had, guard, maybe? I've had the ones where they actually let you go into a real bathroom with a door, which is just, you know, the least stringent, I guess. Well, just not being drug tested at all would be less stringent. And then I've—the most stringent I've ever had is they make you go into a bathroom with, like, just, like, a half door— and the doctor's standing on the other side. But I've never had the doctor just staring at my junk while I'm fucking peeing. No, I've never Plus, had that. Plus, I wouldn't that. be able to pee. I'd be like, I can't pee with you looking a stage at my try. fucking cock. Yeah, no, the only time
1: I've ever been drug tested was like going into a stall, pissing in a cup, and giving it to him. Right. And I think the
0: best way to pass a drug test is just don't use drugs for a month. Here's something I never... You know? Here, but here's something else I never understood about drug tests. They always tell you not to flush. Why do they do that? What do you mean? Not to flush They always say, you don't piss? flush the toilet after you pee. See,
1: they didn't say that to me.
0: I don't Every know. drug test I've ever had, they say, don't flush the toilet. Why? I don't know. Because maybe they think,
1: I don't you're know. You're
0: slipping in someone else's urine. Are they going to go and take why a would little you sample? No, but the whole point is you're slipping up somebody else's urine into the cup and giving it to them. What do they think is going to go down the toilet?
1: Well, what I think is ingenious about this Whizinator thing is you you can bring in a bag of urine because that's what I, th- I thought always was the dilemma here with it, is how do you keep the urine warm? Because you don't want to give them cold urine. You have they'll to know. Keep it warm. Yeah, they'll know. So, with the, this Wizzenator, it has heating pads <laughs> like built into the jock strap unit, like the undergarment.
0: You can order them right off the website.
1: And the tube, so, but so, how does it work? Like, would you just kind of like, you know, press the dick and the the, the prosthetic <laughs> penis just kind of shoots out the fake urine? I, mean, is, I haven't really it,
0: figured it out. There's some type of a valve. Uh, you're,
1: you're, you know about these things. You got, like, the engineering mind.
0: Well, one of the frequently asked, asked, asked product questions is, uh, how do you close the valve to stop peeing? Like, you know, the cup is slowly filling up. You, you fill the bag up with too much urine, and the cup they gave you is too small.
1: And it just keeps shooting out, and, running down your leg.
0: And the answer is uh, an easy way to stop the pee would be by pinching the prosthetic, as you would your own dick, I guess. A real dick. And, and, then, then, st- and then stopping the valve by pushing the toggle valve down towards the fake penis. So there must be like
1: a little – <laughs> yeah, there must be a toggle on the top that we you always, just kind of open. We always
0: recommend a lot of practice so that you are used to – to the product before you go out and take your test, dude. I wish
1: they had some videos on this because you don't want like your urine to
0: be shooting all over the place. <laughs> like the first time, blizzinator
1: going crazy. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what I thought was funny is when I was saying to my buddy Jeff, I was just like, dude. You're going to have to sit through this whole job interview wearing that thing, and it's going to look like you have this huge hard-on. <laughs> just sticking out of your khaki pants. You're just like, yeah, I'm really excited about
0: this job. I hope I get it. You just tuck it up under your waistband like a real hard-on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean, dude, it's like... And the funniest thing about it is... What's,
0: what would be weird is if you had two hard-ons. Then that would give them away. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I think would be funny about it is if the guy actually looked at you and was just like, boy, what are you wearing? He's <laughs> like, would you come here with a strap on? You know, I mean, looks, I mean.
0: It looks pretty real. I don't know. I mean, I if I'm looking at some guy's cock and I'm looking at this, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, think I, I would no, be able to I mean, tell.
1: I don't think they stare that intently at your junk. I mean, really, they right.
0: don't. And plus, you could just be like, you've never seen my penis before. This is what my fucking cock looks like. Well, so from this website, you actually
1: can order dehydrated urine packets. Right. And so it's, I guess, I don't know if it's synthetic urine. It's not real urine. It's just synthetic urine that right. you order. You add water mix, it with water. mix it with water. You keep it warm. But Jeff was like, you know what? I don't want to take any chances. He's like, so can I use some of yours? And I was like, dude, you don't want to touch my urine. Because you're <laughs> going to have like six different drugs showing up. And so then he's like, well, what about that uh, lease? And I was like... Actually, I don't think Wackerly's done drugs in a while.
0: I can't stand pot, so.
1: Yeah. So he was going to get your urine, and I think you were willing to give him, like, a whole care package.
0: I was going to give him, like, a five gallon bucket of pee. <laughs> Just <laughs> save it up for a week. Here you go, dude. <laughs> a, a big, like, two liter full of piss. Yeah. A little
1: fucking stool sample. A jar of cum. Yeah. Yeah, oh, here, big dude. Jar of cum. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Big jar of cum. <laughs> <laughs> Just here, man. Just go, go have fun. It's for you, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the thing—how much does the thing cost? It's like over a hundred bucks. bucks. Is it? Yeah, it's like a hundred bucks, isn't you it?
0: You can't find the page where they have the price.
1: I think it's like one hundred and fifty bucks.
0: Wait here, I'll get it. Buy now. Right. Yeah,
1: you can you can order this thing through the website.
0: Yeah, one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and
1: fifty dollars for this. That comes with everything.
0: That comes comes with a sample of urine, some of the heating packs, and you know the dick thing.
1: Well, what's great about this website is if you look at it. You get to see, like, the testimonials of people. And my favorite part is the product questions. So it's like there's this whole page where people are asking questions about the product. And so what was that one? Some guys, like, asking, can I use someone else's pee? Another, uh,
0: uh, let me find that. Uh, there's, like, uh, questions
1: about how to use the device. Yeah, it, it cracks me up.
0: I lost it. Oh, can I use someone else's urine in my Wizenator? <laughs> yes, you can use someone else's urine. So that would have worked with Jeff and me. Uh we just ask that you be a hundred and ten percent sure the urine is clean before you use their urine. Yeah, you don't wanna like ask your fucking pothead friend for his urine. It's just <laughs> stupid. But if you fail
1: the test, can you return the product for... Is there a money-back guarantee? (laughs) There must be.
0: Let me find that one. Uh, uh,
1: I I, I mean, I think if you... I I mean, they must have some type of guarantee. But I wonder if they'll let you return it if it's used.
0: If you failed the test, they're just going to say, you know, you must have used urine from some guy who also, you know, takes hits from the bong. I'm
1: surprised they can't test the synthetic urine. Um, Well, it's
0: just... It's just like uh, ammonia, liquid sort of, I mean with that. some other shit thrown in there. I mean, you could just, you could, you could mix up everything that's in your pee into an, just a chemical. I
1: don't know, dude. I, I just have an issue with just strapping on like a fake dick. I think I would just stop doing drugs for like a month. I seriously would have no qualms about doing that. I just, I th- I just think it's weird to strap on a fake dick. What, what do women do?
0: You reserve that for your girlfriend?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll just do that for my lady. But what do women do? I mean, do they have like a you know a fake clit or something, or do they well, just jam the bag of piss well, like I up don't, in their twat?
0: I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want um, to ruin your uh, conceptions of female anatomy, but women don't pee out of their clit. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think you just get the same thing without the dick part. No, but I'm and saying it's, only, it's like and, and and the women's one is only fifty bucks. So what so is it? So the dick part is worth a hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that plastic dick is worth hundred dollars. Apparently,
0: because the women, the ladies one is just is just the bag and a little hose, a little so, tiny where, tube.
1: Okay, so it's just like it's like the undergarment with a bag and a little tube that yeah, comes you out. Just jam it down there, you know. Oh, okay. They're sitting down; nobody can see anything anyway. I kind of like the idea of them just jamming the bag of piss like in their twat. <laughs> uh, I don't know; it's just it's kind of hot to me. But seriously, people, go check it out. We'll keep you posted, and we'll see if. Uh, if our buddy actually ended up ordering the thing and, and uh, going for the drug test, and if he passed the oh, test. Oh, if he
0: ordered it, I want to see it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I was, I was like, you know what? You got to come over, wear your Sick and Wrong shirt, and wear your Wizinator, and we'll take <laughs> a picture for the website. So uh, we'll, we'll have to find out what's, what's up with that. Yeah, it's a great website, so check it out at Wizinator.com. Well, so this is uh episode what fifty three of Sick and Wrong.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Is the second one that we've done, two thousand seven. All right, just to recap on uh episode fifty two from last week, I did that article about that Indian serial killer. You did the article about the bonsai retard, and a listener sent an article about the ball ripper, scrotum bandit. Yeah. A chick. Well, um the Which is uh, pretty popular. It was pretty it was rather popular, but um, dude, I'm gonna have to give you the win for uh Episode fifty-two over here. the The votes came in. You had like eighty-six. I actually came in close, seventy-eight, and the listener came in with like forty-five. So um, I I knew the I knew the listeners would respond well to ball ripping because anything involving testicle damage.
0: You're gonna get a lot of guys voting as soon as they hear that. Yeah, everyone
1: freaks out. But yeah, and I mean we got a flood of emails for people that were just like bonsai retard. You know, it's a travesty of nature. I know, and uh, yeah, and, and some but other some
0: people agreed with it, so there was a little bit of controversy in the email inbox. Well,
1: I th- this week I read a, you know a great follow up story to my story, and had I known about that, I would have f- I would definitely have cinched the win. Yeah, it was like uh, they they came out with some new information about the Indian serial killer, where his manservant actually pled guilty took the took the blame for everything and was going into detail about eating a four-year-old girl's liver and puking it up and said he was trying to cure his impotency Mm. and that's why he was like you know fucking all the uh, dead kids
0: don't you think he's just fulfilling his duty as a manservant to try and take the fall though yeah he probably is but uh you you
1: did win um episode 52 and that's why i bought the beer this week so um in light of that i think you should start off Um, Episode fifty three here.
0: Okay. Uh, My story this week is I don't know if it's sick and wrong, but it's just weird. So as you know Saddam Hussein was hanged uh, a couple weeks ago or something. Did you did you read about his uh, half brother who was hung t- like yesterday? Two more of those compa or whatever co uh, defendants were h- hung today and I guess what? one of them yeah. uh, the head actually ripped clean off. <laughs>
1: yeah, one of them was decapitated. I want to see that video. I guess you could see the head. I
0: doubt there's a video. There's a pretty big controversy. I mean I think the guy who took the video is in jail in Iraq. But right they now.
1: said there was a video of this one and oh, you really? could see
0: the body. Separate from the head. Wow. I just... Uh, I'm reading a novel right now, and I don't want, know why I'm getting into this, but... Uh, and it's based, like, in the 1700s, and they're in uh, uh, Turkey, I guess, or... what The Turks. You know, the, the Turkish Empire. They're in the Turkish Ottoman Empire. Empire. And they have these uh, just giant hooks that stick out from the castle, and uh, how they kill people back then, I guess. At least according to the book, is they bring the criminal up to the edge of the top of the castle and they just push you off and And basically you're just impaled your legs go to either side of the hook and you're impaled and it goes up and you can't you can't get off because it's you know up into your entrails (laughs) dude god pretty disgusting yeah that's that's uh and you basically just sit there until you die and then dry out and become like a piece of jerky (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure birds come and pick your eyes up good
1: thing hitler didn't know about that one
0: yeah it's pretty gross but anyway, so You know, this video got out of Saddam's hanging, and apparently, you know, in in the United States, I don't think they showed it on television, but you could definitely get it on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I saw an uncensored one online where you actually saw Saddam smiling, and, like, they're taunting him, and he was, like, going right back. I mean, he was smiling defiant to, to the end.
0: Well, this story kind of is along the premise of just kids being really stupid. Like, think of all the stupid shit you did as a kid, and... You know, the stupid shit I'm still doing as an adult, yeah, but really stupid, like just not even like this podcast, (laughs) yeah, but stuff where like you could get really hurt and you just don't even have any conception of what you're doing and how it's dangerous or why you shouldn't be doing it, yeah, all the time. Apparently, three kids in three different countries uh, have died trying to imitate the Saddam Hussein hanging that they saw on TV (laughs) or whatever. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what Ser- the fuck is wrong Sergio- with the youth culture Sergio- in this country?
0: Sergio Polico—that's uh, probably <clears throat> how you pronounce it—a uh, ten-year-old boy from Webster, Texas, but I guess he was originally from Guatemala. He uh, hanged himself from a bunk bed uh, last Sunday. This might have been two Sundays ago. Um, on that same day, a nine-year-old Pakistani boy, Mubashar Ali, hanged himself. This time with with help from his ten-year-old sister. <laughs> So, you know, it was like a little game they were playing. So I don't get it. Did you make her wear a mask? No, I just think, you know, they, they saw it on TV and they're like, hey, yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> How? So these kids are what, 10? Uh, the kid in Texas was 10. The kid in Pakistan was 9. But his 10-year-old sister was helping him. Um, this last one is a little bit different. But uh, three days later in the, uh, the suburbs of Kolkata, India, a 15-year-old Moon Moon Karmarkar... Uh, hung herself from a ceiling fan. I think she li- had a little bit more intent to kill herself. She was, like, depressed over this whole thing. But uh, some some of the details, uh, the the nine-year-old kid, I'll, I'll go by order of age here, but the nine-year-old kid in India, uh, Mubashar, um, he hung himself, like I said, while reenacting uh, Hussein's hanging with the help of his elder sister, Ten, after tying a rope to a ceiling fan, oh, also, also a ceiling fan, Uh, and, and his neck in his home... Um, on Sunday. Uh, the father of the deceased boy said that his children had been watching a video of Saddam Hussein's execution on television and attempted to imitate the hanging as other family members thought they were playing in another room. Well, they were playing. They, so, were, they but, were playing at Hang the Dictator game. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, what game is that? It's like, wait, if you saw your kid
1: with a noose wrapped around his neck and he's like standing there in a chair and they're like, you know, yelling things in Arabic at him. Wouldn't you be like okay this is fun but uh let the fun
0: stops here. Apparently images of the fallen Iraqi dictator with a noose around his neck uh were repeatedly telecast by Pakistani television channels throughout the weekend. So it was just like on all the time. Where where I guess that's what I was trying to point out that it's a little different here. Where, you know, you had to sort of search on the internet for it. But they're just on, like, the major broadcast channels.
1: Yeah, but that just... that's, like, good television for them over there. Didn't they televise all the beheadings they had Probably. of all the, uh,
0: those hostages? Um, the police say it was an accident, which happened due to carelessness of the parents. But apparently over there, that's not really a, a prosecutable uh, uh, crime. They're just saying it was an accident. The parents fucked up, but it was an accident. That's that. It's You know, that's,
1: it's called population control. I don't think they really
0: care all that much. <laughs> um, the kid in Texas, uh, he accidentally hung himself on New Year's Eve a day after watching footage of Saddam's death on a television news broadcast. So apparently some places in the United States, they did show it on TV. I never saw it on TV. Um, I think
1: CNN was showing it, but they didn't show him being hung. They just showed it leading up
0: to the hanging. Maybe it's just because I don't really watch the news on TV because it's oh. total bullshit. But uh, It's pointless. Um This boy uh, had killed himself by tying a noose around his neck and hanging from his bunk bed. I guess he was all by himself. Um, The kid's uncle uh, watched the television broadcast with him, and uh, the the kid asked asked another uncle why Saddam was being hanged. Sergio, the kid, accepted the explanation and went on his way, on his way to his bedroom. They don't say what the, you know, the reason they, these uh, adults yeah. gave to the kid. I wonder what the uncle said. I'd like to hear it. Yeah, yeah, I wonder what his reasoning was. It's like, oh, it's fun. It's fun, son. Go try it. Police reported earlier that Sergio had been depressed because his father had not sent him a Christmas present. Uh... One of the uncles, however, said that his uh, his dad did send him one hundred and fifty dollars to get what he wanted. <laughs> Very caring <laughs> gift. I don't think I'd hang myself. One hundred fifty no, bucks I, is I pretty good. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. So they they really do think it was just he was just trying to play a game where he imitated we, what, what he saw on TV. You know what he might
1: have been doing if he's a little older? Is a lot don't a lot of these kids like auto erotically asphyxiate themselves while hanging? And you I always knew. you always hear about that. Like these kids get found by their parents. You know, wearing their mother's, like, lingerie, their dick in their hand, hanging from the
0: ceiling. Not 10 years old, though. Yeah, maybe not. 10 years old, you might know how to masturbate, but you're still pretty in love with just the straight-up masturbation. It's pretty great. You have Because you've found, only known yeah. it for, like, a couple of years, maybe maybe one year. You haven't found out about auto-erotic asphyxiation yet. you don't need, to, yeah, you don't need to
1: spice it up with other stuff. You can just <laughs> jerk off. You don't need the scented candles.
0: Yeah. You don't even have a porn. Maybe a comfy pillow. Yeah. <laughs> to rub up against. <laughs> <laughs> little teddy bear um so the girl in uh india is a little bit different um uh she actually they think she really did attempt to commit suicide in uh you know solidarity with Saddam it's a, uh, according to a report by a foreign news agency the girl hanged herself for wanting to quote feel the pain Saddam did during the execution
1: see well, the thing is is like they were weren't they fearful that he was going to become a martyr
0: Oh, I think he he has become a martyr. I know,
1: but he has, but it's so misconstrued because that guy... I'm not saying that they should have hung him. I, I, I don't agree with that, especially the, you know barbaric way that they did but the dude was a cruel evil dictator who killed like 150 people it's yeah, not someone you should I, be like oh his pain that he had to suffer
0: yeah no if i was having a conversation with this girl that's exactly what dude, i would say so You I'm know, straight he, in he hell gassed, right now he gassed you know a village of 150 people to death and like you know he's how in hell right now
1: them? sodomizing the devil
0: right just like in, just south, like park. Like in
1: south park
0: <laughs> well she said that they had hanged a patriot um her parents didn't take her seriously when uh, she told them that she wanted to feel the pain saddam did during the execution the girl's father was quoted as saying um she she had kept i mean this was probably a sign the parents might have said like you're acting a little weird apparently she kept watching the scene over and over again and wouldn't <laughs> eat any food on saturday and sunday to protest the hanging
1: so who's going to run the 7-eleven now i mean seriously dude
0: india is a pretty populous country
1: (laughs) (laughs) i guess you can find another one
0: (laughs) police superintendents uh while confirming the suicide said the girl had strung herself up from a ceiling fan and was found dead early on wednesday I i just think you should keep your kids away from ceiling fans i don't know so do you think she was just spinning around and around No, i think she hung herself from the center oh
1: the center but still the center oh okay the center all right maybe stationary
0: maybe well, that's just i i didn't expect that you know there was a big controversy over over whether you should hang saddam like he said and definitely there's been a controversy of you know has he become a martyr now there's this video of him sort of like acting i guess stoically you know not really showing. He was any defiant. Fear. He defiant, was defiant which yeah. you know the people who want him to be a martyr are i guess you know they like that sort of thing but, but I, I, didn't... I i didn't expect you know people i, I didn't hear and and i Doesn't surprise me that you didn't hear, it, but I didn't hear, you know, people saying, "Don't hang him," because kids are going to do this if they see it it on TV.
1: No, I, I did not think that that would influence copycat suicides. I mean, throughout the world, apparently, it's yeah, that that's news to me.
0: It's something we have to look out very, for, Very I strange. I mean,
1: I, I, what I read is that people were having, like, parties over there in, like, Iraq. Like, uh, the, the Shia Muslims and everything. Yeah, were, Like, yeah. passing out
0: candy and yeah, dancing some, around and Some people Iran. were happy about it.
1: Yeah, but other people apparently wanted to feel his pain.
0: The people, on, you know, who took the video and were taunting him while uh, before he was hanged, they seemed pretty happy about the whole thing.
1: So, Wackerly, that's kind of a difficult one to score. It's difficult because... It's difficult on several different levels. One, I mean, is children that were killing themselves, which I guess is kind of sick and wrong. But the fact that they were televising an execution like that kind of makes you want to comment on the, you know, on the society itself. So on the sick and wrong scale, I don't know. I mean, I, i, I it, it's suicide. How, how? I guess, I mean, how sick and wrong is that? But the fact that the little girl kept watching the videos repeatedly, I, I'm probably gonna have to give that like. I don't know, maybe
0: an 8.6. I probably would go <gasps> lower than that, actually. I just think it was a weird story. It, it is has It has sick and wrong elements, but it's definitely not, you know. There were well, other stuff that I found that was sick and wrong, but a lot of them were kind of rep- repetitive of stories we've done before, and this was something different. So what are you giving it? I'll give it an 8.3. An 8.3.
1: All right, well, I think my article is going to kick the shit out of that one. Oh. I don't, I don't want to talk myself so up here. but um, Prideful. Yeah, you know, this is, the, I was looking for, I had several different articles in mind to do this week, this week for uh, episode 53 here. And I came across this one, I was like, you know what, this is down to basic sick and wrong. This is like, there's no subtlety, there's no nuance, there's no interpretation to this story. This is pure in-your-face horror.
0: And there's definitely a contingent of Sick and Wrong fans who want more of that type of a story. They don't want to hear any social commentary or, you know, quirky stories. They want to hear people's faces being ripped off by, I don't know, weed whackers.
1: Funny that you should say that because someone's face did get ripped off in my
0: story. Lucky me.
1: Yeah. No, this is like, you know, seriously, these are the, the fans that are out there for the pure shock and horror that is Sick and Wrong. They're going to come and feed from the trough on this one. All right. This is like, come up to the trough. This is sick. This is wrong. This is gruesome horror. Like Stephen King type of a story here. So I don't want to talk it up anymore. But this happened in Toronto. Spell it. Toronto, Canada. This happened about a week ago. Man jailed for dragging wife with car. Happens every so often. Yeah. It's uh, the best way to finalize a divorce. I don't know if you know about that.
0: Gay bashers seem to like that method.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, racists. Yeah, they, uh, Yeah. the racist do in, uh, in Texas. Yeah. Ear, scalp, torn off with kids present in what judge calls act of stark horror. <laughs> a man who ran over and dragged his estranged wife under her own car while their two terrified children sat in the back has been sentenced to nearly 15 years in jail for what a judge called an act of stark horror. Um, before the sentencing, the 37-year-old illegal immigrant who uh, cannot be named in this article, apparently. I guess they don't name convicts in uh, Canada. He made a tearful apology while about 20 of his wife's family members watched. I don't know if the apology is really going to help him here, but uh, he said, there's no excuse for what I did, struggling to finish his written statement. I was wrong, and I must be punished. I really don't think it's going to change their mind in any way.
0: Struggling because he was tearing up or because he can't read? I don't know. (laughs)
1: Probably a little of both, probably. So on Friday, um, this happened in uh, October 2005. He's just finally been convicted of this. Um, He was convicted last week. The victim was driving her husband of eight years and her children, a girl who was seven at the time and a boy who was four, to a grocery store, according to an agreed statement of facts. The um, husband and wife had been separated for three months, but he was infuriated Um, To find out that she was seeing someone else. And he told a roommate that he was planning to kill her. He directed his wife to pull into an industrial area. There, they sat in the car and began to argue about her private life. He then struck her in the face with such force that blood splattered onto her children who were sitting in the back seat.
0: (laughs) That's like Quentin Tarantino style.
1: Yeah, no, this is like, yeah, this is totally like, uh, yeah, I mean, this is pure pulp fiction here. But I mean, this is like, this guy just like busted out like major pimp hand here.
0: Yeah, apparently.
1: But I mean, that's that's got to be traumatic. It really does. Uh, the frightened son got his mother's cell phone from her purse. The daughter called their aunt, who could hear the hysterical mother and crying children. She also heard the husband demanding the PIN numbers to the wife's credit card. The husband then told his daughter to turn off the phone or he would kill her too. Such a loving father. She then dropped the phone but did not end the call. And so I guess the aunt could hear what was going on in the car. The wife then got out of the car and tried to walk away, which I find kind of odd because she just left her kids with a psycho. Right. Yeah, I don't know. In but,
0: the industrial area?
1: <laughs> yeah. She tried to escape, tried to walk away, but her, clo- her husband then climbed into the driver's seat, put the car in gear, and drove over her, making her fall. He then drove into her, trapping her in the car's undercarriage, and accelerated. The car dragged her by the hair for at least 25 meters, which is, that's not, I mean, that's 75 kind of, feet. Yeah, 75 feet. He then drove off with the children, leaving her on the road. Two employees at a nearby business happened to see her and called 911. I, I guess according to the police report, pieces of her scalp and hair were nearby. Her right ear was about 20 meters from uh, where she was found. So I guess uh, he had peeled off part of her face. What I don't get is why did he keep the kids with him?
0: I don't think he was in his right mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He might might not have been. She had broken ribs, a broken neck, broken pelvis, collapsed lung, lacerated liver and spleen, severe facial injuries, and severely burned and bruised legs. You know, after she did live, and so she's in the hospital recuperating. But after this, dude, when she gets out of that hospital, her kids are going to be so frightened of her. Could yeah. you imagine? I mean, she looks like, it's from the way they describe it, she probably looks like Freddy Krueger.
0: But the more important question is, the dude <laughs> that she was seeing because they were separated, you think he just dumped her? <laughs> you know, I,
1: I wonder about that. Like, the guy, so she was telling her strange husband, the psycho, about this other guy that she was seeing. I, I imagine, well, I mean, what would you do? Would you just have relationships done?
0: I'd rather not say what I do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I mean, would you continue, like, just, I mean, out of the goodness of your heart? Mm, probably not. I'd, I'd, I think I would maybe send her flowers at the hospital.
0: She's been separated for three months. so She's missing r- a fucking ear. But this relationship can't be very much older than three months. I have to think that for me to stick around, <laughs> it would have to be, you know, a two-year relationship. <laughs> Had already Gone by. Yeah,
1: but even if you were with her for two years and she was missing her half her face and her ear and her scalp was torn off, wouldn't you be like, I'm just not that attracted to you anymore, honey? I I mean I, I think you're a wonderful person inside. I'm still attracted to you inside. But um
0: like in your yeah. vagina
1: <laughs> <laughs> in your in your vagina, maybe. But you're gonna have to put a bag over your head. I don't know. Or maybe like, a, a, I don't know, Angelina Jolie mask that I'm going to put over your face. But, but then again, think about the entertainment you'd have going to like Blockbuster Video with this freak <laughs> and just being like, ah, kids, look at this. You know, I think that'd be kind of fun. I think
0: they might leave you if yeah. you tried that.
1: <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's it, a very interesting thought experiment. So uh, yeah, email us and let, and let us know about that. So the woman in the story here, she faces a lifetime of medical treatment and is so traumatized That she cannot hug her children anymore.
0: Yeah, they don't want to hug her. Yeah, I I,
1: I think I would be scared. I mean, if that was my mom, I would seriously be like, "Ah." "Yeah, it's scary.
0: They kind of want to go to the orphanage at this point.
1: So on the sick and wrong scale, blood splatter on the kids. I mean, they saw their mom just totally get cracked in the face. She was dragged with the car, and the kids were in the car while their mom was being dragged, and half her face came off. I mean, no one died, but the intent to kill was there. I'm going to have to give this a 9.8. Whoa, I don't know if it's 9.8. You don't think it's a 9.8? No,
0: it's definitely they a They can't 9, hug their mother
1: anymore. 9.2. All right. All right. 9.2. Well, we'll see what the sick and the wrong audience has to say about this, but I will guarantee I'll be drinking beer next week.
0: Yeah, you probably will.
1: Maybe. But um, we haven't heard the listener article yet. So Ryan from uh, Portland, Oregon, actually. We mentioned <clears throat> Oregon before, sent us this uh, gem here. Uh, coach allegedly hits kids' groins, and showed porn to a basketball team. This happened in Colorado, and um, I'm sure this is all over the news. Um, I haven't heard all that much about it. This happened in Colorado Springs, Colorado. A former basketball coach at a Monument Charter school in Colorado is being accused of dozens of counts of child abuse, sexual assault, and other crimes. Gregory Lynn Burr, only 28 years old, is accused of regularly hitting players in the groin exposing them to pornography and pouring water on them when the weather was cold outside. He faces 39 charges, including child abuse, resulting in serious injury in the case. In court documents examined by um, the newspaper here, former basketball players said Burr routinely struck the players in the groin with his hand, basketballs, and tennis balls, and then proceeded to laugh about it. One player claimed permanent scrotal injury. I guess he had to have scrotal surgery attributed to the coach's strikes. Police said other students mentioned that the strikes to the testicles were, quote, the kind of hits that made you lay down or made you stop for a minute to catch your breath. If your coach was smacking you in the balls, wouldn't you quit the team?
0: Yeah, I probably wouldn't be on the team to begin with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I never really. I mean, I only played, I think, sports my freshman year, and then I started smoking weed and didn't
0: care about them anymore. But it would definitely give me pause. But I will say that dude, he's smacking on, me in the nuts. Yeah, but a full-on—they're making the point that the the hits to the balls were flooring these people. But a full-on kick to the balls is sometimes better than a grazed tap Just a to the balls, smack. where it like takes the wind out of you.
1: But dude, I mean the pain. The pain. the pain. Yeah, the pain from that. I mean, I guess maybe, I don't know what his, most coaches are sadistic bastards anyways. I mean, what they make you do, run around like the, you know, swim in the in the pool and some laps and run around like the uh, football field and whatever else they make you do. I How just, old was this guy? 28 years old. So yeah.
0: my impression of this guy is he's just a frat boy reject who never got out of that, you know, hazing stage of his life and just that's what he wants to do for the rest of his life is be like the top frat guy well fucking it like, with the pledges
1: but are most coaches kind of like that it's like they're like these frat boys that were into like the sadistic abuse that they gave like the pledges in their fraternity and this is just, it right. just carries on i mean not almost all coaches are into the into like violence against other
0: men what always surprises me about this kind of story is that this guy didn't know he was going to be royally screwed when this was found out I just don't yeah, Why could you be so stupid I
1: don't know how anyone Could be so dense Not to know It's like inflicting Violent acts on children Who and are gonna o- go tell Their parents
0: Yeah and obviously This kid who's getting Scrotal surgery Is gonna <laughs> get just shitloads of money Out of the well, school district Well don't you
1: think The parents are gonna be like What happened to your balls son You know and he's just gonna be like Oh well uh Coach Burr Smacked me in the nuts today With a fucking basketball Yeah you know, I, I don't know. I guess other players said Burr showed them pornography on his home computer. They said that the pornography <laughs> included images of men with disfigured penises and women with uh, several body piercings, which is also kind of weird. So these
0: why are they at his home? why, yeah, to be why were
1: they going like if your coach was like, "I want you guys all to come to my house. I want to show you some pictures on my computer." <laughs> Wouldn't that be a red flag? I, 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 so. I mean, I don't know. I guess these guys are jocks. So they probably are to make the team. (laughs) They're probably not the most quick witted fellows out there, but uh, I don't know. Um, Burr's attorney, Phil Dubois, here said the charges are unwarranted. Mr. Burr is not a sex offender or anything close to it. I don't
0: think he is either. I think it's this frat guy thing.
1: I don't know, man. Listen to this. Arrest records show that the boys believe the incidents were the coach's attempts at humor. I don't know, with humor like that, Mr. Funny Haha over here, (laughs) they kept quiet about them because they feared they'd be booted from the team. One student said Burr would ask the boys what the capital of Thailand was, and when they would answer, Bangkok, he would hit them in the nuts. Um, Banging their cock. Yeah, Bangkok. Some students said that, I I would be like, uh, I don't know, Washington, (laughs) D.C., Seattle, (laughs) Uh, don't hit me in the balls again, please. Uh, Some students said that Burr poured water on them and rolled down windows of the car during cold weather when they were going to or from games. Another student claimed that Burr made him get out of the car and run behind it, and another said he was told to run around a rest area and go into the rest area bathroom in the nude.
0: That's dangerous.
1: So, dude, (laughs) you don't think this guy's a sex offender? He's making a kid strip down and go into a rest area bathroom. That 's yep. like my brother 's wet dream,
0: yeah, but I maybe okay, maybe everybody in fraternity that are really into fraternities are also you know sexual deviants, but this is all just fraternity prank kind of shit, like you know the, you know, the I, soggy biscuit game where everybody has to jerk off and the last one to come has to eat the biscuit
1: Why is it called the soggy biscuit game because everybody and how comes, <laughs> do you know this whack because everybody
0: comes <laughs> on the biscuit, everybody no, knows you know it. I
1: mean I always thought that was an urban myth, but. And I'm sure there's probably frat boys that listen to this show, so if there are any out there, you can uh, verify this claim. But, you know, I, I always heard that they, don't, don't they make them, like, jack off on a pizza and the last the one to come con- has to eat the pizza? It's the same concept. That's another thing I never understood about fraternities. They're if,
0: always if, paddling each other's asses. But, dude,
1: why would you do that? Why would you want them as friends?
0: Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. It's just like, dude, no, I'm not going to come in, on, a fr- in, on a pizza in front of a bunch of dudes.
0: I also don't think that I'm not p- going to come
1: on a pizza anyway. Yeah, but I
0: don't I don't think the fact that people are into that is all that surprising either because I think there's this concept that if you get into a frat, you're going to get a bunch of sorority ass.
1: Yeah, maybe, but is it worth jacking off on a pizza in a front of, in front of a bunch of dudes and then risking the chance of having to eat uh, eat the pizza filled with cum just to bang a bunch of sorority stupid sluts?
0: I don't think so, but I think some guys think yes. Yeah, I guess those girls are kind of hot. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe if they were disfigured a little bit, then it would it would, it would change my mind. But yeah, so this coach, I mean, obviously is a sadistic bastard. And I'm just surprised that he's so dense that he wouldn't think that he would get caught for doing this.
0: And I'm surprised none of the kids were smart. What are they, in junior high? No, they're all like um, ages
1: 14 to 17, so high school.
0: So I'm surprised none of these kids said... If you fucking hit me in the balls again, I'm gonna fucking, my parents are gonna sue you and you're gonna be fired.
1: You know, we have a lot of minors that listen to this show. I don't know how many out there actually, I I doubt there's many that play sports that listen to this show. But if you do and your coach is like smacking you in the nuts or inviting you to his house to look at porn on his computer,
0: you don't have to put up with that.
1: uh, Don't do it. Just be like, no, that's
0: beyond the line. Do it just up to the line where you think you can win a lawsuit. And not to mention. <laughs> That's my advice. It's,
1: it's just not worth it to play sports. But, you know, on the sick and wrong scale, I'm going to have to give this at least an 8.5. I mean, it's like these kids had to go through some torture here. Cock and ball torture. I'll agree. 8.5. 8.5. So um, we invite you to vote on the uh, sick and wrong articles here for uh, episode 53 of uh, sick and wrong. And, uh, yeah, you can decide who will win the beer for uh, episode 53. Just go to uh, sigarongpodcast.com, and uh, you can vote right there on the page, the brand-new and cool, improved website. Right. Which uh, we've been receiving a lot of comments from listeners about that.
0: I would hope so. The old yeah. website sucked balls.
1: Wackerly did a damn good job on that. I have to commend you for that.
0: Well, you did too on the design. I yeah, I, say. I
1: designed it. But you did all the HTML coding, so that was good. But yeah, it's a pretty cool website. And a lot of thank you people for uh, sending in the uh, comments and the encouragement here.
0: SickRadio.com.
1: Towards the end of uh, Podcast 53 here. And as usual, we get to uh, listener email. And um, one, 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 we got a pretty cool email here from a fan in Wisconsin. Uh, he goes by the name of Big E. He says... Uh, they love us. They love Sick and Wrong in Wisconsin. He said, my buddies and I listen to your podcast every week at work. We never miss an episode and always look forward to the twisted shit you throw out on the table. Which is good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely good. It helps a work week. Uh, it's just what we need each week to get through an otherwise boring fucking day. It would be great if you give us a shout out. So let's give a shout out to the upholstery crew in Lake Mills, Wisconsin. All right. So, um, yeah. Thanks for listening, Upholstery Crew.
0: So they upholster stuff? That's where he works?
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> I think, no, he, he says they work at like a brewery or something. Whoa. So, um, yeah, this is kind of cool. He said, keep the great podcast rolling and we'll spread the word. And if you'd like, we'll send you a care package of brewski, brewed right here in Lake Mills. So maybe they don't. Maybe, they, maybe they're upholsterers, but they uh, can get beer there. So he said, go to this website called ty- com tyronina.com. And uh yeah. Um definitely send us some beer. We love beer here on Sick and Wrong. So this um it's
0: fuel that drives the show.
1: Yeah. So uh yeah, send us some beer. We'll send you an email with the uh, Sick and Wrong uh, address or you can go check it out on the website. Yes, you can. We we love beer and we de- we definitely do. Even, you know, I even will go I will even go on a limb and drink other beer besides MGD. <sighs> All right. I mean, it, it's risky, but I bet you this guy probably drinks good beer. But uh, thanks to the upholstery crew for listening. Finally, another thing we didn't actually end up uh, – we need to wrap up here is a couple podcasts ago, Podcast 50, the big 50 podcast, we talked about being arrested, and uh, we divulged our own arrest stories. And uh, I think we made a call out to the fans to send their own personal arrest stories. Yeah. And yeah, dude, we we got like 20 of them. So I had to like kind of choose some of the ones I thought were pretty funny. And, uh, um, I you know, I thought I was surprised. I thought we'd have, you know, more of a deviant audience. I thought more people would be arrested.
0: Maybe they're just getting away with it.
1: I That's kind of what I think. I think they're just kind of skirting the law or something. I don't know. They're, they're better than we were. Right. But uh, so this guy E sent in a pretty good one. Um, He says he was in fifth grade and he said his best friend Danny was in fourth grade. So he started young. His yep. criminal career began young. He stole a gun from an elderly World War II neighbor, Um, and uh, he hid the bullets in his house, and his friend hid the gun. I guess Word... It's always
0: good for fifth and fourth graders to have firearms.
1: Yeah, it's always a good thing. I guess Word got around the school, and the FBI knocked knocked on his door two days later.
0: Upping the ante. Uh,
1: They're forbidden from playing together again, and uh, he said he was beat down by the parental units. Yeah. He wasn't arrested, but he did attract the notice of the feds. Some kids have neighbors come to their doors to report mischief. He had two cops and two FBI agents. So you got to give him some props for that.
0: Yeah, blue suits.
1: Yeah, damn, dude. I mean, FBI. Sunglasses. But but you know, the FBI doesn't fuck around with that kind of shit anymore. It's like if you you even say you have a gun at school, everyone's going to freak out thinking you're going to come and blow everybody
0: away. Well... It's probably justified.
1: Well, you know, I look back when I was in when I was in school, I'm kind of glad I didn't go to school post-Columbine because if I did, I guarantee I would have been arrested. I would have probably made, like, fake plans to do something, you know, like, some, like, Rube Goldbergian plan to blow up the school involving, like, a bowling ball filled with, you know, C4 plastic or something. I don't know. Just as a joke, and yeah, I would have probably been attracted to the attention of the feds. Most likely. So it's probably a good thing. But, uh, yeah, thanks, Eve, for sending, a sending that one in. more lenient time back then. Yeah, no, I mean, seriously, dude. I think of all the kids that we used to fuck with, too. I'm surprised they didn't come in and blow up the school.
0: That's another uh, pitfall that we avoided. Yeah,
1: because, you know, I mean, dude, I was merciless when I was a kid, and I, 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 can, rem- I can recall some situations where we— Nice
0: trench coat, fucker.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were pretty bad. So, you know, I mean, in this day and age, you piss off a kid, you know, enough— He's going to come back into the, in the school with a shotgun. And
0: shoot your ass off.
1: Yeah. Whereas back then, I mean, you might get your ass kicked, but that's about it. So we got another story here from Dan, who's a longtime listener Sick and Wrong. Uh, Dan lives in the UK. So, uh, yeah, he has some UK jargon here. Dan
0: and Sophie, right? Dan and
1: Sophie. They always yeah. sign at
0: Dan and Sophie. They must always yeah. listen together.
1: Did, did, didn't he, like, get engaged on this show? Was that, Somebody was that, did. That I don't him? remember
0: if it was them or not.
1: Somebody did. But Dan, Dan has a record here. Dan's been arrested like three times. Nice. And I'm not going to read all three stories, but the one that I liked the most was his uh, second time being arrested. So, uh, yeah, he's been pinched three times in total. So he said second time it was really his fault, the reason he was, he was arrested. I guess this happened in Stratford, England. It was his birthday a few years ago. And uh, he got spiked by my friends. That's what he said. So I don't know if he said that, if he's implying that his friend slipped something in his drink. A Mickey. A Mickey or slipped him a Mickey or something. But it sounds to me that he just got shit-faced and uh, freaked out.
0: Yeah, it's always a good excuse to blame your friends for you getting really drunk or or high.
1: He said, Last thing I remember was sitting on the steps of the club telling everyone I was fine. Everything else I know is from witness statements. I guess he walked to the local McDonald's, walked in, and was told to leave because they couldn't understand what he was saying. He must have been pretty fucked up.
0: Since he's in England, is it it like just a restaurant called McDonald's? (laughs) Or is it a real McDonald's? I think they have real McDonald's over there. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right.
1: I don't know. I mean, but they probably have different terms for like the food. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, they couldn't understand what he was saying, so he got kicked out. That's why they have the numbers, dude.
0: <laughs> Give me a fucking three. Super size. And he was
1: causing trouble. I guess he kicked a wet floor sign over the counter. Awesome. That's going to get you kicked out. After they escorted him out, the manager locked the door. So then he turned around and headbutted the reinforced glass door, and it broke. He then spent the next few His minutes... His head or the door? The door. I imagine his head must have been pretty fucked up from that, too. It's got to give you a splitting headache. Yeah. Uh, then he spent the next few minutes picking fights and throwing traffic cones at passing cars. So awesome. he was this is pure like English drunken hooligan here. Yeah. Uh, when the police Good turned form. up, apparently everyone pointed at him. Next thing <laughs> he knows, two guys are trying to bundle him into the back of a van. He resisted because he thought he was being kidnapped. He said he sobered up enough to remember this, but not enough to be coherent. The next thing he knows, he hears, this is the police. You're about to be sprayed. And then he got a face full of, um, yeah, the pepper spray or the CS gas spray stuff that the police carry. And he's like, I, I tell you that the stuff is a mystical exper- experience. Like Satan himself has came all over your face. Yeah, I imagine uh, it must hurt. He said it sobered him up pretty quickly. And uh, surprisingly, he wasn't even charged. I guess the police shouldn't have used shouldn't have used the spray because he wasn't a threat to them. He was just struggling going into the van, so they dropped all charges. Hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah. So try and get yourself pepper sprayed if you get arrested over there. Yeah, and uh, I mean,
1: I guess you can uh, throw traffic cones at passing cars, headbutt doors to McDonald's. I still, still I think my, my, I think my
0: favorite thing is kicking the wet floor sign over the counter. Yeah, that's no. a pretty nice shot. He must play soccer. That takes some football. balls Yeah, football. But you know, you know
1: the thing is with England, you can almost do whatever you want because the cops don't have guns. They're not going to shoot your ass. <laughs> they're all they're going to smack
0: you with billy clubs. Excuse me, sir. Oh, would you stop kicking the cones into the street? Please, you sir. Would you please behave? Seems to have had quite a pint too many. <laughs> He's acting a bit wacky here. You <laughs> He's calm gone down, shouty sir? crackers.
1: He's got all shouty crackers on me. But yeah, you know they wear they carry Billy clubs. They don't even have guns there. So yeah, and then he he um, his third time he said uh, it was two years later. He got into a fight with some guy, and uh, sounds like he got his ass beat. But I guess the guy was wasted, so the charges didn't count because the dude was driving. So um, yeah, he like got in a fight with a guy in another car, and the guy was wasted. So uh, charges never even ended up happening. But yeah, he so, had that's, it coming. That's a great arrest story, and I'd like to thank everyone else for sending in. Um, um, all their arrest stories It took me a while to read through them all Because some of them were like so convoluted and long Right I was just like dude there's no way we could do those on the podcast It'd take like 20 minutes for me to read the motherfucker
0: Written from prison on a piece of toilet paper Yeah
1: <laughs> I, I, I could barely read the scratchings <laughs> In <Yeah>. their feces <laughs> In feces and blood Yeah I don't know I noticed that, uh, dude, we're ranked kind of high on Podcast Alley. Mm. I think we had, like, over 20 votes. Wow, 20. So 20 <laughs> votes. I know. I, you know, it it, it amazes me because we get, like, over 100 votes on our show. I mean, just for the stories. But we only have 20 votes on Podcast Alley. So if you get a chance, go over to Podcast Alley, give Sick and Wrong a vote, get us in the top 10, and then we'll be the coolest podcast around. But, hey, stay tuned next week for uh, episode 54 I have a great surprise for everybody. Really? Yeah. Big surprise. So make sure you stay tuned. Episode 54. Till next week, take a sleazy.
0: Good night.